Hey everyone, it's the 12 Days of Misfits. Hey everybody, welcome back. It is day six, and Brandon is down now. He's at only five and a half instead of a full four, six. Four and a half. Five and a half. Okay, five and a oh, half. Oh, no, 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 you're right. Four, four, four and, and a half, half yes. Yep. We'll see if he's at five and a half by the end of this. Again, numbers, Math. you know, yeah. So go ahead and let's let's see what we, we've got. And I know that there are no verses in there from numbers, so at least we, we can keep that safe. All right. Yep, that might be in somebody else's stocking. All right, so our verse of the day is going to be ah. Hebrews 2. Hebrews, Hebrews two. chapter 2. And let me pull up what verses we got here. Oh, I guess we are reading the whole chapter. All right. So we are reading chapter 2 of Hebrews. It's only uh, 18 verses, so that's why we're doing the whole chapter. So, we must therefore pay even more attention to what we have heard, so that we will not drift away. For if the message spoken through angels was legally binding, and every transgression and disobedience received a just punishment, how will we escape if we neglect such great a salvation? It was first spoken by the Lord and was confirmed to us by those who heard him. At the same time, God also testified by signs and wonders, various miracles and distributions of gifts from the Holy Spirit according to his will. For he is not subjected to the to angels, the world to come that we are talking about, but one that has somewhere testified. What is man that you remember him, or the son of man that you care for him? You made him lower than the angels for a short time. He crowned him with glory and honor and subjected everything under his feet. For in subjecting everything to him, he left nothing that is not subject to him. And it is we, and as it is, we do not yet see everything subjected to him, but we do see Jesus made lower than the angels for a short time, so that by God's grace he might taste death for everyone, crowned with glory and honor because of his suffering and death. For in bringing many sons to glory, it was entirely appropriate that God, that God, all things exist for him and through him, should make him the source of their salvation, perfect through sufferings. For the one who sanctifies and those who are sanctified, sanctified all have one Father. That is why Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers, saying, I will proclaim your name to my brothers, and I will see hymns in your congregations. Again, I will trust in him, and again, here I am with the children God gave me. Now since the children have flesh and blood in common with Jesus, shared in these, so that through his death he might destroy the one holding the power of death, that is the devil, and free those that were held in slavery all their lives by the fear of death. For it is clear that he does not reach out to help angels, but to help Abraham's offspring. Therefore he had to be like his brothers in every way, so that he could become merciful and faithful high priests in the service to God and make propitiation for the sins of the people, for since he himself was tested and has suffered, he is able to help those who are tested. Now, this is long, Speaking even though it's tested. short. It's a little bit complicated. There's a lot of big words here. Yeah. Now, part of it is because what we, do, we don't know who wrote Hebrews. We have a general idea. We do know that he is Jewish, and he's writing to Jewish believers, particularly in Rome. So these guys have a little bit more education than a lot of the other places that these are being the letters in the New Testament are being written to. But overall, 
we just have a, a, a generic idea. The one word in here that m most people may not know would be propitiation, which is just literally a the, the one making the payment. Mm -hmm. So. Banking term. Banking term, yes. Numbers, oh no. <laughs> How does this fit into Christmas? I might need to take a couple steps back to, That's to okay. read some of this. I actually think that there's potentially three... There's three sections. sections. All right. But they, all all, right. they all can be wrapped up within a general idea. I'm going to start with the middle one. Okay. Because I feel like I need, I feel like the first one's towards the beginning, but I need to go back and read that some more. So I'm going to start with this, the one here in the middle. Remember, we're doing this all live. He has not read any of this. Well, he, <laughs> I'm sure he's read this before, but yes, not in but the context of how does not, this fit yeah, into not Christmas. Thinking, I'm going to be on a podcast saying <laughs> how this relates to Christmas. This is going on the internet. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to take a step back into verses 8 and 9. Um, as it is, we do not yet see everything subjected to him. Here we go in verse 9. But we do see Jesus made lower than the angels for a short time, so that by God's grace he might taste death for everyone, crowned with glory and honor because of his suffering in death. Um, so for the Christmas side here, again, Jesus took on flesh, lowered himself, coming in a manger, basically not the way that most people would think the glorious king or a king would come into the earth. So both, I guess, more physically lowered himself as like a baby in the way that he came into the earth, but also latitude. Hierarchy-wise. Longitudinal, yeah, hierarchy of yes. from... The hierarchy-wise yeah, yeah. would be the he way to say Heaven it. to earth, thank you, would be yes. the way I wanted there you to go. put that. So that's, I'm kind of breaking down to the two lowering himself forms there. So that's my first start to the Christmas story. Um, again, going in order, I'm going to go to the the third part at the towards the end, uh, which is going to be... Well, you've actually already hit section one also. Oh, okay. So okay. just finish us out with section three to see if we can give you the full <laughs> full point here. All right, so I'm going to finish it off in verses 14 and 15. Since now the children have flesh and blood in common, Jesus also shared in these, so that through his death he might destroy the one holding the power of death, that is, the devil, and free those who held in slavery all their lives by the fear of death. So again, very much like that we talked about yesterday in John chapter Genesis. Genesis 3. three thank <laughs> John 3 was two days ago. That's right. We just keep getting all these. Anyways, of um, kind of Jesus striking the heel and then crushing the devil here. We kind of get that imagery back up here mm -hmm. in, towards the end of 14. But also Jesus taking on flesh that he shared in that with both us as humans. So again, we know he was spirit and flesh that came on earth. So taking upon that here as a child and human um, and then again ultimately kind of even tying it back into 10 and 11 fulfilling God's promise that he gave you're missing one piece ooh I did and say it's just I there, did say no, it's just there in, in section 3 okay why does it matter that he was flesh and blood because this is, this is one of the questions that we get asked all the time, those of us within apologetic circles, from, from the atheist crowd especially, and, and within Islam as well, is why, if God is all-powerful, 
does God have to come as a baby and die in order to save humanity? All right, so we're going to pick it up in verse 17. Therefore, he had to be like his brothers in every way he is in Jesus, so that he could become a merciful and faithful high priest in service to God to make propitiation, which we talked about, the payment of, for the sins of the people. So, yes, thank you for catching that last one with some help. <laughs> now you're at but, 95%. <laughs> finish the last verse. So the, the debt or the payment that had to be made was by... Oh, oh, finish sorry, the last for, verse. <laughs> finish the last verse. he himself has tested and has suffered, he is able to help those who are tested. There you go. There you go. It's not just about saving humanity. It's about revealing God. We talked about that within Galatians. Mm -hmm. It's about the revealing of God to humanity fully for the first time. But the only way that we are able to fully have this relationship with God is in the fact that we know that God himself has suffered, has been tested in the desert, has been tested by Peter, has been tested by Mary, has been all these different examples of Jesus going through temptation throughout his life. Yep. And not only has, like you talked about in the other sections, he overcome in terms of the the supernatural overcoming and victory over death through through the propitiation of sins on the cross. But we also now have a high priest that actually can sympathize, or better yet, empathize with us. Mm -hmm. Which is really what the idea of the incarnation is all about. So you got your points. There we go. I feel like that you one got was your a points. full point there. Yeah, yeah. so I was, right, I, I was right at the beginning. Now you're up to five and a half. Yes, yeah, so you were just future. That's right. We, you know, prophecy. Future. You're from the future. All right. So five and a half points out of six. We're, we're working That's our good. way back. That's good. We're working our way back. So we'll see how he does tomorrow. It'll have been a full. Can you believe it'll be day seven? So it's a full week, week of, yeah. of yeah. misfitting around. <laughs> so. Yes. So, we will see you all tomorrow. Mm -hmm.